Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is September 4th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, as your first daily reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10. What are we doing? Top 10 coins by trading volume. Mm, This is going to be interesting. First, we have USDT, Tether, with, this is based off the 24-hour volume with 43.1 billion dollars second place hold on yeah second place we have bitcoin with 36.7 billion dollars third place we have ethereum with 18.8 billion dollars fourth place we have eos with 2.6 billion dollars fifth place we have bitcoin cash with 2.5 billion dollars sixth place litecoin with 1.9 billion dollars wow uh oh i lost what place we're at one hold on one two three four five six seven tron with 1.8 billion dollars uh eight xrp ripple with 1.7 billion dollars ninth place Chainlink with 1.3 billion dollars. 10th place, Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, with 1.08 billion dollars. Wow, top 10, all in the billions. Wow, that's that's a lot of money. I mean, there's a lot of money being pushed in. I mean, if, this is this is straight up bull. This is a bull market, okay? If you haven't bought your cryptos yet, you better buy your cryptos. This, this is a lot of money. This is not just, just hobby money this is big investor money right here there's a lot of money coming in all right crypto that's your top 10 your total mark your total overall market cap is at 332.3 billion dollars up 5.5 percent all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day all right crypto First news coming in from Sharia Malwa. Crypto Futures Exchange BitMEX adds Chainlink Tezos. Crypto Futures Exchange BitMEX is bringing two new altcoins to the exchange in the coming weeks, it said in a release. There are, to- there are the tokens of the Oracle provider Chainlink and governance protocol Tezos. Link will be the first DeFi linked contract available on BitMEX platform, and together with XTZ, they represent two of the highest market cap and heavily traded altcoins and are a further step in our aim to provide our users with the best coverage of liquidity, high quality products, said BitMEX in the release. Awesome! That's always a good thing. Cool. I mean, I, I personally do like when there's more um, tokens on multiple platforms. It just gives us the... It, there's, a, there's a lot of countries and a lot of states that are have a lot of restrictions, so to see new tokens being put on Exchanges is a good thing. Next news, written by Sharia Malwa. 
China, <laughs> China moves away from US dollar ahead of digital yuan. What? <laughs> China is likely to re reduce its holding of US Treasury bonds to just under $800 billion from the current level of more than $1 trillion, according to local news outlet Global Times. A major reason for the reduction exposure is the record amount of US dollars being printed by the country's Federal Reserve, leading to fears among investors and central banks of imminent inflation. Another, another is US President Donald Trump's repeated attacks on the Chinese administration, the report said. Currently, China is the world's second largest holder of US debt, but it has been reducing its holdings of U.S. bonds in recent years. The first half of 2020 alone, China sold an estimate of $160 billion worth of U.S. bonds, a 3.4% decline compared to 2019. Xi Junyang, a professor at the Shanghai University of China, was cited, cited as saying that China is on the track to reduce its holding of U.S. bonds from $1 trillion to $800 billion. But, he added, China might sell all of its U.S. bonds in an extreme case like a military conflict. Ooh, and we do not want that, okay? We don't want that. We, mm -mm. No, we don't want that. Mm -mm. Bitcoin critic and gold investor Peter Schiff agreed, tweeting, My feelings is that China will reduce its exposure by much more. It's also likely that other nations will do likewise. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah. The report added that many other countries might diversify their foreign exchange reserve assets to decrease the reliance on U.S. Dollar, dollar assets. This would be in hopes of minimizing potential risk caused by U.S. debt. Okay, so if governments are doing this, then maybe it's a smart idea we should be doing that. You know, that's... It's, it's, it's a big sign. If, if big countries are doing that, if they're trying to let go of the dollar because the dollar is valueless, then maybe we should start doing that and invest into cryptocurrency. I don't know. I'm just, like I said, I'm not a financial advisor. I've said this several times, but this is a big, big news right here. I mean, this is big news. This is, you should, you should be scared if you're holding dollars. You should be scared. If you're, if you're not, at least, if you want a one-for-one on your dollar, if you're scared of the ups and downs of, of of these big movers, then get yourself some stable coins. Okay, USDC, US uh, gets or get yourself some tether. Right, you 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 deposit a dollar, you get a dollar's worth of digital uh, uh, tether. All right, and it stays it stays a dollar forever, pretty much. You know, so you don't have to worry about it going up and down. You, your dollar's worth a dollar, and it'll always be worth a dollar, and it's always in the blockchain. Okay, and whatever the future world currency is then you can convert your cryptos to that i'm just saying protect your protect your future all right secure your future next news written by liam frost craig wright 11.5 billion dollars trial pushed back to 2021 wow that's a lot of money judge beth bloom in florida southern district court has granted the motion to extend certain pre-trial deadlines in the ongoing legal battle over a half of 1.1 million dollars bitcoin between self-proclaimed Bitcoin creator Craig Wright and the estate of David Kleeman. The trial itself, which was previously scheduled for October 13th, has been postponed until 2021. This cause is set for trial during the court's two-week trial calendar beginning July 4th, 2021 at 9 a.m. calendar call will be held at 1.45 p.m. on Tuesday, December 15, 2020, said the court order. Wow. I mean, 
That's a lot. Of, that's a lot. That's a that's a long time. I mean, Bitcoin's gonna be worth a lot more, in my opinion, next year. That's that's another. I think another bad news. Next news written by Scott Chaplina. Bitfinex files motion to dismiss Bitcoin market manipulation lawsuit. Is this another bad news? Jeez. Crypto exchange Bitfinex today presented a motion to dismiss a lawsuit that alleges the exchange ex- the exchange engaged in market manipulation. Bitfinex claims there is no proof behind the allegations. Bitfinex has been accused of manipulating the crypto commodities market using Tether. The plaintiff alleges that billions worth of USDT was issued to Bitfinex, yet Tether did not receive the equivalent sum in US dollars in return. The plaintiff what? The plaintiff also alleged that the exchange used USDT in order to inflate the price of other crypto assets, including Bitcoin, but Bitfinex is having none of it. The CAC spin spins a fantastical tale alleging an elaborate scheme of epic fraud, but innuendo is insufficient to state a claim. The motion stated. Hmm. Interesting. This is interesting. I mean, this has been going on for a while, but this is an interesting twist here, huh? The allegations, according to Bitfinex, rest upon two assumptions rather than facts, namely that Bitfinex owned the trading accounts that allegedly engaged in manipulative trading and that the exchange knew that these accounts were engaged in manipulative trading. Bitfinex claims that there is no proof for either of these assumptions. Mmm, interesting, interesting. I remember that. I remember when all that money from Tether went to Bitfinex. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. Interesting. Next news. That's that. By the way, that was that was kind of bad news. So this is like just one of those those days with bad news, huh? Grayscale looks at what makes Bitcoin so valuable. Okay. Major cryptocurrency investment company Grayscale published a new report today entitled Valuing Bitcoin, which aims to help investors visualize why Bitcoin may be more important than ever. According to the researchers, Bitcoin's value is inextricably linked to the monetary history of the last 50 years and that the inherent features of fiat money. As global inflation accelerates, demand for a scarce monetary asset like Bitcoin grows, the report explained. The Federal Reserve is currently printing more and faster than ever, the report noted, adding that while the U.S. dollar remains structurally strong relatively to the currencies, the ongoing quantitative easing measures have attracted the attention of investors who may be wary of monetary inflation. Amid this unprecedented monetary and fiscal stimulus, especially exacerbated by the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, investors are looking for a way to protect their store value against constantly inflating monetary supply. And Bitcoin has all the traits needed to fill this role, said Grayscale. Because of Bitcoin's unique qualities, such as its verifiable scarcity and its supply that can't be controlled by central authority, we believe it can be leveraged as a store of value and as a way to escape this great monetary inflation, the report stated. Wow! Grayscale. Awesome. Grayscale. Awesome report. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more, but that's awesome that, 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 that they wrote that. That's that's awesome. <clears throat> what was surprising to me was not that Bitcoin came in last, but that wait wait hold on what 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 came in last? Grayscale highlighted that while Bitcoin was placed last among more traditional store of value, its score implied a far higher market capitalization than it currently has. Well, what was surprising to me that was not that Bitcoin came in last, but that it scored 
as high as it did, Jones summarized in his letter to investors, Bitcoin had an overall score of 60% of that financial assets, but has a market cap of that is one, one of 12 hundredth of that. It scores 66% of gold as a store of value, but has a market cap of 160 of gold's outstanding value. Something appears wrong here, and my guess is that the price of Bitcoin is that the price of Bitcoin. He added. Echoing the sentiment, Grayscale's report suggests that currently Bitcoin may be well positioned given that it is scarce digital asset. The plethora of blockchain metrics in indicate that the current market structure is reminiscent of the early 2016 the period that preceded Bitcoin's historic bull run. Bitcoin continues to command global investors' attention. There is a scant supply to meet growing demands, and the infrastructure is now in the place to satisfy the, that demand, the research said. Although Bitcoin's currently falling price seems to be saying otherwise. Okay, but regardless of that, it's going to bounce back up. It always does. I'm not worried about it. It's going to go up, right? If it's going down, buy it, okay? Don't be don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> Just buy buy some more, right? You'll be you'll be you'll be in the good you'll be in a good position. Don't worry about that. Next news written by Robert Stevens. 722 million dollars Bitcoin biz was a giant Ponzi scam, leader admits. Ooh, bad news, huh? A leader of Bitcoin Ponzi scheme that took in $722 million has pleaded guilty in front of New Jersey court. Joseph Frank Abel, 50, of Camarillo, California, said that he admitted to conspiring to offer and sell cryptocurrency as part of the BitClub network, a crypto mini mining Ponzi scheme worth at least $722 million. U.S. Attorney Craig Carpentin... Uh, Car Carpen Carpen Car Carpenito announced yesterday. Carpenito. Abel's charge carries a maximum of five years in prison and a fine of either two hundred fifty thousand dollars or twice the profit lost by his victims. He is due to be sentenced in January twenty twenty one. So does that mean he keeps all that money? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, he's just gonna pay everyone out and then still be a multimillionaire. Or five years in, in, in jail or in prison. Interesting. George Soros scenario. Oh, sorry. Next news written by Robert Stevens. George Soros scenario could destroy Ethereum's report claims. Hmm. There's a way to destroy the economy of the world's second largest cryptocurrency, Ethereum. And it's a scheme not dissimilar to the tragedy used by billionaire investor George Soros in the 1990s, who made billions of dollars by shorting the British, British pound. That's according to researchers from coin finance firm Amber Group, which earlier this week published its findings on the matter on a Medium post. The Ethereum network is fit to burst. As of December 4th, 97.16% of the network is used up. It's not hard to think of reasons why. In the past three months, users have poured $8 billion into so-called decentralized finance protocols, such as lending services. But the DeFi boom of 2020 and the massive influx of both money and activity on the Ethereum network could have some intended consequences. All Ethereum protocols are powered by gas, the name for the fuel that pays for smart contracts transactions. It's paid in ETH, the native cryptocurrency of the Ethereum blockchain network, gas. Fees are now ridiculously high, getting your transactions processed within 30 seconds now costs $5 according to Ethereum block explorer's Etherscan. And there's a way to push those fees even higher, postulates Amber Group. One way to do it could be hoarding gas tokens, a sp special type of token that are essentially tokenized rent for block space worth the researchers. What? 
If someone bought a whole load of gas tokens, this could waste even more space on the blockchain and make gas so scarce that the price would go up and up. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. 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 Hmm. Interesting. That's bad news, by the way. That is bad news. Next news, written by file, uh, written by Matt Husing. Matt Husing, Husay. Matt Husay. Filecoin space race behind the scene episode one. Filecoins. Ooh, I need to drink some water. Hold on. <clears throat> Filecoin's space race, the three-week competition to see how much storage miners can put on its network is live, and we have a behind-the-scenes series of video exploring those competing and why. For context, the space race is a collaborative competition designed to stress test network before Filecoin's mainnet launch due later this year. For those competing, not only do they get bragging rights for being able to put the most storage on the, on the network, they're also competing for a slice of 4 million file, FIL, Filecoin's native token. In addition, the onboarding storage capacity competition and the 20 largest <clears throat> block reward winners were split <clears throat> a prize in, in addition to 100,000 file, proportionately based on how much block reward they win. <clears throat> so far, 345 miners from six continents have managed to put more than 100 petabytes of data on the network. For comparison, the world's most, the world's effective capacity to exchange information through telecoms networks in 1986 was just over double what Filecoin has achieved in a little over a week. Filecoin would be nothing without its robust and passionate community, says Molly McInlay, IPFS project lead. Oh, if you don't know what IP interplanetary file oh, was it file storage? You gotta look into that. That is amazing technology. I don't understand why there's there's not more IPFS. Uh, products out there that's that's pure decentralized internet pure decentralized love it next news written by Robert Stevens Bitcoin price crashed for a third time this week here's why the price of Bitcoin took yet another nosedive today falling from about $10,600 to $10,245 in under an hour a drop of 3% per data from metric site coin market cap seems minor but it's the third major crash this week. Why? Bitcoin peaked on Tuesday at $2,067, but then it started falling. On Wednesday was the first major kadoosh when it fell from $11,726 to $11,395 in about two hours. Then kerplunk on Thursday when it fell from $11,259 to $10,849 in about an hour. The latest defeat is er, is kersploosh, according uh, uh, occurred today since it recovered a little to $10,463. So why has Bitcoin crashed during one of the busiest weeks for crypto ever? Bitcoin works in mysterious ways, but the experts handed decrypt some likely options. Simon Peter, a market analyst at crypto trading site eToro suggests a number of potential causes. One likely culprit, he said, is a dump from miners, said Peter. On-chain analytics platform reported that mining pools have recently been moving higher than usual volumes of Bitcoin onto exchanges. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about the other one? 
If it looks great, all chain analysis, chief economists use the blockchain investigations firm technology to discover that Bitcoin has been pouring into exchanges and record levels this week. Okay. So when there's, okay, so just to let you guys know, let you let you cryptonauts know that when there's more liquidity on the market, the value of that particular token at that time does naturally go down. Doesn't, doesn't mean that it's worth less. It just means that currently there's an overflow of cryptos on the market. Like right now, even as, even though it's in the $10,000 range, it, it is truly worth a lot more than $10,000. And big investors know this. That's why they're willing to pay 1,000% above the current market value. They know that it's worth a lot more. They're not losing money. They're, trust me, they're not trying to lose money. They're in this to make money. And paying a thousand percent in interest on top of the current price just tells you that they know that they're going to make money. Don't worry about it. Just hold on to your cryptos. Let's see. And the next one is if a lot of people dump Bitcoin on the market and mass something often happens when the when the price of skyrockets and traders want to cash out for profit, then it's likely that the price of Bitcoin will come tumbling down. I just I just explained that. Next up, uh, postulated Peters is the raid seizure of Bitthumb. Bitthumb, Southern Korean's largest crypto exchange, was raided by police yesterday. The raid, according to Seoul newspaper, is linked to $25 million token sale for blockchain exchange Alliance token. Another reason could be this week's stock market wobbled. The U.S. stock market, which this summer rebounded after COVID-19 crash fell. Over the previous two days, the Nasdaq has dropped over 7% the Dow by 2.2%. Okay, you said that, that's true. So, uh, over the past few years, Bitcoin, Bitcoin particularly, because Bitcoin kind of leads all cryptos, Bitcoin sort of does stick like glue to the current stock market. It is what it is. So when the stock market goes up, Bitcoin goes up. When the stock market goes down, Bitcoin goes down. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, it hasn't broke out of that loop in, in, a, in a good while, in a couple years, in a good while. Um, but when it does break from that, it's going to go either super high or super low. And if it goes super low, it's time to buy. Okay? But I think in the long run, it's just, gonna, it's, just it's going up. It's going up. I'm not worried. It's going up. Love Bitcoin. Next news, written by Alexander Bechrens. With a fork given the middle finger. Interesting. Uh, swerve fork from unfair DeFi exchange curve. Hmm. Open source contracts in the Ethereum ecosystem are fueling the yield farming boom. But a new fork of curve finance claims to be given back to the community after a series of questionable decisions by the original developers. Swerve Finance, developer by the anonymous user or team, announced plans yesterday to release 100% community owned fork of the popular stablecoin swap platform Curve Finance. Its website claims the fork protocol will be free from numerous issues that have allegedly occurred since launch, among them pre-mining and centralized control by founders. In, a, in an environment where scams and rug pulls are becoming more common, as yield farmers deposit money in increasingly obscured food-themed ven uh, ventures, Swerve could represent a more mature, benevolent turn for open source DeFi development, or it could just be the latest crypto offshore claiming to be purer than its forebearers. Interesting. Mm, well, I mean, that's kind of good for the community. I like that. 
free tokens. Next news, written by Matthew DeSalvo. Billions in Ethereum at play. DeFi meme coins are no joke. Investors plugged $8 billion in decentralized finance in the past three months alone, motivating the more creative members of its community to find new ways to create billions more in value. The result is the latest craze that has taken hold of cryptocurrency industry. DeFi versions of the meme coin crypto token whose worth whose worth depends on how funny the internet finds the joke they, rep they represent. DeFi degens as the users of such tokens self-identify have cooked up an endless platter of meme coins. Taco, Tendies, Yam, Sushi are among recent coins that rift off rift on DeFi's theme of money money Lego. <sighs> with with more coming out each day to serve investors endless appetite. They are immensely popular. Sushi, which powers a new take on decentralized exchange, Uniswap, traded $127 million yesterday and it only launched last week. That's crazy. But there's a much darker side to the meme tokens. Some think that they're nothing but quick money grabs, reminiscent of the sham ICOs that took advantage of the 2017 bull, bull market. More still, think that these tokens are just another way to lure investors into an unsustainable DeFi economy. Well, 1 million percent, that's not realistic, man. 100,000 percent, that's not realistic. 1,000 percent, come on, man. I mean, 1,000 percent, maybe. Uh, there's a possibility there. Yeah. Next news, written by David mm, Hollerith. Banking difficulties in Latin America fuel crypto adoption. The COVID-19 pandemic has not slowed on the number of cryptocurrency transactions in Latin America. In fact, blockchain analysts show that the total cryptocurrency value transferred from the region has increased since March, the largest portion of its going to East Asia. This is according to blockchain analytics firm Chainalysis, which recently published research shows how unbanked businesses and individuals in Latin America are using cryptocurrencies as a mean of exchange a store of value and speculative investment. In total, the firm found that the region's ineffective banking system are a major driver in cryptocurrency adoption. Historically, most reminiscence in fiat currency to Latin America come from the US, mainly from migrant workers sending funds back to families. Yet, with cryptocurrency transactions, Latin America has strong links to East Asia, with transactions between the two worth more than $1 billion, even though there are fewer overall transactions. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. Alright, next news. Written by Jeff Benson. Blockchain voting apps votes wants outside security researcher limited. Earlier this year, after MIT researchers took blockchain-based voting app votes to task for alleged security vulnerabilities, votes criticized the academics for relying on assumptions instead of asking it for access to the server. Now, votes has told the U.S. Supreme Court that Third-party researchers legally shouldn't be able to poke around on other systems at all without the permission of the company being researched and under its supervision. At stake in the case under review is the ability of independent security researcher to do the work and alert the public to vulnerabilities that might otherwise quietly get swept under the rug. When does a computer breach a crime? Yesterday, votes submitted in Amiscuff brief to the U.S. High Courts in the case of Van Buren versus United States, 
The case involves a former Georgia police sergeant named Nathan Van Buren who allegedly demanded an unnamed person give him money to access a law enforcement database. Van Buren was busted by the FBI during a sting operation and convicted of violating the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act CFAA, a federal law that broadly prevents people from hacking into computers. Van Buren argued, however, that the CFAA doesn't apply because he had access to the database, even though he wasn't supposed to use it in this manner. He wasn't just some hacker. The case that the case that has now made its way to the Supreme Court, which will rule on whether a person who is authorized to access information on a computer for a certain purpose violates the CFFA, CFAA if he accesses the same information for an improper purpose. However, a slew of civil liberty groups and criminal justice organizations have weighed in, seeing the case as potentially setting a larger precedent. That is, in it, are independent security researchers really dismantling metal some hackers who should be prosecuted or are they providing a valuable public service and therefore outside the scope of the law that prompted votes to file its own opinion with the court hmm, interesting votes versus eff the pro privacy elect uh, electronic frontier foundation which filed an amiscuff brief argued that uh, argued the cfaa is as currently construed could be used to convict anyone who violates a website's terms of service. Interesting. Interesting. Scroll on down. There's a lot more to read. Since the research, researchers could not have access to voters' service, the blockchain voting company claims they fabricated an imagined version of the votes' servers, hypothesized how they would likely work, and then made assumptions about the interactions between the system's components that turned out to be false. Had they worked with votes, the brief the brief implies the researchers might have produced relevant findings. Moreover, even if unsuccessful, this type of researchers can still cost time and money for the organizations on the other end, as well as law enforcement, as it's difficult to tell an actual attack from harmless research. Such was the case when a group of unsuccessful tried to breach the West Virginia election system, which has used the votes apps for several pilots. The FBI got involved only to discover it was likely the work of Michigan University students as part of a class exercise. The Supreme Court could have could ha, could hand down an opinion as soon as October 13th. Interesting, interesting. Wow. Well, I want this is something new to me. I want I want to follow up on this one. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Okay, crypto nuts. That is actually our last news of the day. That's awesome. That was that last news was pretty interesting. I like that. Yeah, I want to follow up on that. <clears throat> so, with that said, Kryptonauts, a way to convert your, or wait, yeah, the way to convert your fiat into crypto is to use my two links. There obviously there's a lot more, but these are very easy ones. That's this, that's the uh, Coinbase and Gemini platforms. Two platforms that are very easy for any novice to jump into crypto. That's that's the easiest way. But don't just leave your cryptos on the platform and just watch the market go up and watch the market go down. I highly recommend that you earn interest, compounded interest on those cryptos. And I highly recommend the Celsius Network. You put your cryptos into the platform, you leave it there, you, you earn high interest on that each and every single week. They don't pay you out in cash because, I mean, you're not, you're not trying to convert your cash into crypto to earn more cash. You want cash to crypto to earn more crypto so that's how they pay you out they pay you out in crypto if you put in bitcoin you're earning bitcoin you put in ethereum you're going to earn ethereum if you put in litecoin you're earning litecoin 
that's what you, I love it. I love it. So, with that said, Kryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.